Hey everybody, welcome to the Sports Biz Pod. Today is Friday, August 7th, 2020, and this is the Sports Biz Rundown. For the Sports Biz Pod, we release two episodes a week. On Tuesday, feature an interview with an athlete, entrepreneur, investor in sports and entertainment. And on Friday, we give you a very concise rundown on what happened this week in sports business news, events, career openings, and more. So let's jump right into it with covering some of the top sports biz news stories. We had a very interesting week uh, with big money moves as well as um, COVID adjustments that, that we've kind of previously discussed. So first article that we're going to be dissecting briefly is that the XFL has recently been acquired by Dwayne The Rock Johnson in partnership with Redbird Capital and Danny Garcia. They purchased it for approximately $15 million dollars after the XFL recently filed for bankruptcy and furloughed their, or not, not furloughed, they laid off their entire workforce. So with this being said, I think this is a great move on the Rock's end. Um, He got that league for a very, I think, good price on what it is compared to other teams. This wouldn't even be a fraction or a minority stake in a major NFL, NBA, MLB team. So he was able to get the whole ML, um, the whole entire league. He doesn't have to have this pressure of when the league will return. He can kind of, he's in the driver's seat if they want to come out with releasing the schedule, um, even this upcoming spring or in whenever they want to. Say they want to relaunch it this, this fall and maybe even change up the season. He has full autonomy to change and do what he wants. So um, that's a plus. Um, as well as just, I couldn't think of a better person that's more fit to run a league like this. He was involved with the original XFL, former WWE superstar, former professional football player as well in the Canadian Football League. So for him as a business leader, entrepreneur, entertainer, I couldn't think of a better person to run the XFL going forward. And given the timing and the price he changed, he paid for it, he's in a really good spot to um, come up with an innovative way to bring it back. And I don't think it's necessarily going to compete with the NFL, but they can um, see what they're going to do on how they adapt or come up with the upcoming season and build it around that. So that, um, kudos to Dwayne um, Johnson and uh, seeing you know how they will actually unveil this and this could give some hope potentially with um, bringing back XFL teams but you know we could might not see something for another year potentially we, we really don't know yet so stay tuned with some updates another sports money story um, is coming around in the startup space with uh, CryptoKitties creator um, of Dapper Labs has raised $12 million in funding from NBA stars the building of a consumer focused flow blockchain that supports digital collectibles. Um, the company aims to enable users to own the digital items that they collect with assurance that the goods are genuine. So they've been able to get investors from people like Andre Igodala, uh, Miami Heat basketball team, JaVale McGee, Spencer Din- Dinwiddie with the Brooklyn Nets, Garrett Temple, um, Aaron Gordon, many other players as well. Um, and this is very interesting with the digital type of asset um, that, that fans can buy and sell. So this is exciting news um, coming from that and, uh, you know, a, a great team around this, um, you know, investment. So, you know, stay tuned. Um, another 
segue into this is with COVID and social injustice updates. So coming this week um, on Wednesday, UConn announced that they are suspending its football season for the 2020 season uh, because of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, so after receiving guidance from the state and public health officials and consulting with football athlete, uh, student athletes, the UConn athletic director, uh, Dave Benedict, said uh, in a news release that the safety challenges um, created by COVID-19 place for our footballs at are an unacceptable level of risk. So this is one of the first schools to completely pull out major, um, you know, Division One programs to pull out of a football season, which is a little bit concerning. Um, obviously, UConn isn't the largest football season uh, football school, but they are um, still a Division One school. So this is concerning that other schools will potentially follow suit. Um, you actually saw the Pac-12 as well. They've kind of had a uh, the players stand up, and that's more for social injustice and other type of um, health uh, benefits that come with it. So it's not just around COVID, but um, they're standing up as well. So you're seeing a lot of student athletes. They have the keys now. They're in power, um, and these athletic directors and the uh, sponsors for a lot of these big uh, conferences, um, they're scratching their heads on you know, how they're going to be able to pull off these big TV deals, the schedules, the logistics. It's very difficult to figure that out. So UConn is one of the first major teams to pull out, and I would expect at least a few more to do that, if not maybe even an entire conference. Um, so that's interesting news there. Moving on to another COVID and social injustice article coming with the WNBA players are stepping up. Um, their opposition to Atlanta Dream owner Kelly Leffler, uh, a U.S. senator by wearing Vote Warnick, assures uh, this week that support the Rever um, Reverend uh, Raphael Warnock, who is challenging the Republican from Georgia for her um, U.S. Uh, Senate seat. Players wearing the shirts include um, all of uh, members of Leffler's team, and she was appointed to her seat to faces uh, a special election in November. Um, this is an interesting campaign that was, you know, started by, uh, you know, WNBA um, when she objected the Black Lives Matter message on uniforms. So, um, you know, this is great to see the WNBA players to stand up together for, um, you know, for interesting causes, even if it goes against, you know, the, the team owners in, in some cases. So, um, very interesting news on that. Segwaying to kind of more basketball type news um, in the bubble uh, of NBA. Um, so starting with JJ Redick had has added another dimension to his public persona by hosting his own podcast. He has interviewed athletes, chefs, authors, and bankers, pol pol uh, politicians, and actors. Now um, Redick hopes to expand his platform in a telephone interview. He said was set to start his podcast company Three Four Two Productions. Uh, this week, his co co-host and business partner, uh, Tommy Alter. So this is interesting. You've seen a lot of um, athletes get into podcasting as well. Um, this podcast is on the Blue Wire Network, and they just re recently received funding um, from various top athletes and producing their shows um, in addition to an investment. So this is interesting to see, and you know, a podcaster. Uh, definitely in uh, with you know the long form content and the personality that you can really adjust with that. So appreciate everyone that's been listening to this podcast, and I'm um, looking forward to see kind of other athletes like this empower uh, their voices through the podcast format. 
Next article, uh, still in the bubble life, is with P.J. Tucker, is known as the sneaker king throughout the NBA. He famously used his first debit card to buy shoes on the eBay Junior High School. Uh, then Houston Rockets forward is partnering with the eBay, uh, with eBay, a new influencer-style deal aimed to showcasing and capitalize on his new sneaker loft. eBay will launch a lo- uh, selection of sneakers inspired by his own collection. A similar style of sneakers will be auctioned on eBay. So this is, uh, you know, interesting here with the sneaker game and the sneaker market. Um, and, and shoes are selling like commodities as well. You saw Michael Jordan sneakers just auctioned for hundreds of thousands of dollars that are game worn, partially uh, due to the Last Dance documentary, but as well as just his notoriety. So uh, very interesting to see sneakers kind of take it a win is alongside um, other sports memorabilia like sports cards as well. So this is a cool partnership with eBay and P.J. Tucker. Um, More to follow with that. Uh, Moving on to the next section with the Sports Biz Pod. So this week we did an interview with Peter Stein and Jarrett Sims, the co-founders and managing partners of Turn2 Equity Partners, which is a venture-style holding company focused on leveraging in uh, the influence of baseball to help make amateur baseball more affordable and um, removing ba- uh, boundaries. So they just recently launched this fund. They have um, a big lineup of you know executives and players that are involved in this. And we've been, myself, been fortunate with uh, being part of this and seeing them grow this fund from a whiteboard to kind of where they are now. So if you uh, go, you know, scroll down the podcast, listen to that interview. Um, you can also listen to last week's interview with Farzine, who is the chief strategy uh, and financial officer at Overtime, which is another great interview. So those are uh, Sports Biz Pod. And thank you again for everyone that's been listening uh, loyally th- from the start of this. And we're growing steadily and we're looking forward to getting even more engaged with you all. So moving on uh, to Sports Biz events, we have the PGA Championship happening this weekend. Still going to be kind of updating you guys with some more uh, calendar fixes on new changes. But uh, we've been going through this each week with just different updates so this week is the pga championship um we recently just had the nba nhl um mls has been finishing wnba so sports are back which is good to see so stay tuned we're going to be updating some more things about you know nfl college football other sports events that are coming back um, in person and even digital as well and to wrap things up as well, to finish off the Sports Biz Rundown, we're covering over the top uh, six Sports Biz career openings that we saw this week. Um, so I know it's a difficult job market, and hopefully this can help you provide some insight on what companies are hiring and potentially utilizing Sports Biz Group and our network to work backwards and get in front of those right positions. So some entry-level roles over time is looking for an account manager. Barstool Sports is looking for an operations associate. Point Bet is looking for a senior solutions engineer. Legends is looking for event sales manager. Those are mid-level jobs. And then some senior level roles. Utah Jazz is looking for a VP of diversity inclusion. And DraftKings is looking for a director of international communications. So that wraps up um, this week's SportsBiz Rundown. Yeah, like I said, we uh, try to give you a very concise rundown of what happened that you can consume and get up to speed going into the weekend. Um, And this is also available in newsletter format, so go to our website and subscribe to that. Um, But again, thank you to everybody that is continuously listening to this um, 
weekly newsletter. If you haven't already, subscribe on Apple, follow on Spotify, send me an email, nick.hayden at sportsbizgroup.com. If you have any ideas, like to connect, have thoughts, whatever's going on in your mind, just message me, connect with me on LinkedIn, whatever it works. And uh, looking forward to uh, continue to grow this podcast and making some more announcements of cool projects that we have going on. Thanks and have a great weekend.